You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. Our God is good. And all the time. A ship was in severe difficulty due to a violent storm. So the travelers were very terrified. One of them, finally, against others, went up to the deck and made his way to the pilot house. The pilot was at the wheel, but seeing that the man was greatly frightened and terrified, he gave him a reassuring smile. So returning to the other passengers, the man said, I have seen the face of the pilot He smiled. Everything is all right. Everything is all right can be the phrase on which the story of the transfiguration is based. Everything is all right. The call of Abraham and the transfiguration shows how God works on a general note. In every encounter with God, God first tells us what is required. What is required of each and every one of us. He calls us to a life of obedience. He tells us the part we must play in this covenantal relationship with him. Thereafter, God moves to tell us how glorious the end will be if we remain faithful to our own part of the covenant. God tells us how blessed each of us will be and what reward awaits us. But notice that God never spells out what the process will look like. He hides it from us. He tells us what awaits us, but the process for this is never revealed. God does not tell us how the journey will look like, what we shall be encountering on this journey, and how our faith will be tested. God hides all of that from 
every one of us. He does not even tell us how long the journey will be. Nothing is said about the journey. What the Lord simply says to every one of us is that irrespective of what the journey will look like, we should hold on to his word and everything will be all right. That's all the Lord says to us. So to do this, dear friends, we clearly need faith. Faith must be our sure anchor. How Abraham feared in his own journey after the call gives us a good example how to exercise faith in our own journey of life. In the first reading today, the Lord asked Abraham to move from the known to the unknown. He asked him to leave his comfort zone, his familiar terrain and family to an unnamed place. Leaving his country, his kindred and father's house signified the role of Abraham in the covenantal relationship. And after this, the Lord started talking about the glorious end of the journey. The unnamed land the Lord was asking Abraham to go to symbolized God not revealing the process of the journey. At the end of the reading, we are told that Abraham embarked on the journey as the Lord has directed. He embarked on a journey without direction. His only assurance was his trust in God. He knew that with God, everything will be all right. In the gospel reading, Jesus, after calling his disciples, took Peter, James, and John to witness his transfiguration. So we can imagine that the account of the transfiguration took place not because Jesus needed to interact with Moses and Elijah, but for the sake of his disciples, those of them that were there with him. So when the Lord called his disciples, it was never clear what he was calling them into. Like Abraham, his friends, his disciples, left their familiar terrain, their family, their occupation, to journey into the unknown. They followed not because they were sure of the journey, but because it was Jesus who was calling them. We heard our friends a while ago at the foot of the altar, surrendering themselves, saying yes 
to this invitation of the Lord, saying, we will follow you because we know that everything is all right. Abandoning the affairs and all that tends to hold them captive, they surrender themselves. Dear friends, this is what happens to us every time we say yes to the Lord. He assures us that everything will be all right. We can imagine that the account of this transfiguration sets out to encourage every one of us. We do need this transfiguration experience in our lives. The disciples of Jesus followed him in faith and in trust. The much Jesus ever said to them was, I will make you fishers of men. That's it. Nothing more. Again, nothing is said about the process of actualizing this call. Jesus is bringing his friends, his disciples, and every one of us to experience also in our lifetime the transfiguration. So transfiguration, dear friends, is a foretaste of what we shall experience when we arrive at the end of the journey of faith in heaven. And our readings share the theme of beginning the journey of faith, even while giving us a glimpse of our final destination. The readings for the second Sunday of Lent always spare a key pericope from the Abraham narrative with an account of the transfiguration from one of the synoptic gospels because the transfiguration marks the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end of Jesus' earthly life and Abraham is remembered as the paradigmatic figure of the Old Testament who went on a journey of faith that culminated in the sacrifice of an only begotten son. So Jesus and Abraham are linked as men who journeyed in faith. Correspondingly, Lent is a journey of faith toward a holier life. Brothers and sisters, dear friends, Jesus was praying when the transfiguration took place. And every sacrament we prayerfully receive transforms us at every mass as will occur in a moment away from now. The bread and wine offered on the altar become the transformed and transubstantiated into the body and blood of our crucified and risen Lord. Before our eyes, just as Jesus' transfiguration strengthened the apostles in their time of trial, each holy mass should be our source of heavenly strength against temptation and sin. 
The Holy Communion is a source of our daily transfiguration, transforming our minds, our hearts, and souls for selfless service of God and humanity. Worship and service are intimately linked. Worship ends when the final blessing is pronounced, but the end of the worship is the beginning of service. May I end my sermon with this old familiar joke. An Irishman, are there any Irish people here? An Irishman who had just moved into a tiny hamlet in County Kerry, Ireland, walked into a pub. The Irish love pubs. Walked into a pub and promptly ordered three beers. The bartender raised his eyebrows, but he served the man the three beers nonetheless. The man quickly drank all the three beers alone at the table and then ordered three more. This practice continued day after day. One day, the bartender politely said to him, the folks around here are wondering why you always order three beers. It's odd, isn't it? The man replied, you see, I have two brothers. One went to the United States of America and the other one to Australia. We promised each other that we would always order extra two beers whenever we drank. So then one day, the man came in and only ordered two beers. And this practice again went on for several days. Then the bartender approached him with teary eyes and said, accept my deepest condolences for the loss of your brother. Only two beers these days. The man figured it out and said to the bartender with a very big smile, well, my two brothers are still alive and doing all right. It's just that I myself have decided giving up drinking for Lent. <laughs> I am only drinking the two beers for my two brothers now. Dear brothers, dear sisters in Christ, I pray at this Mass, may the reassurance of God's loving presence at this Eucharistic table take away all fears and doubts from our hearts and strengthen us to get up and courageously face the challenges that we must pass through before we can share in the fullness of divine glory through Christ our Lord. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.